and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. This is Lisa and Jael Trinity. It is the 12th of October, 2023. The time in New York Standard Time, I'm on the East Coast, 10.18 a.m. Blue skies in Long Island. Um, I'm located in Rockville Center, New York. Uh, about, you know, I am five minutes from Queens, about 10 minutes, 10 15 minutes from the city. If you go in the opposite direction, uh, I'm about mm, maybe. 10-15 minutes from Jones Beach. So I'm, I'm in a pretty cool location. Um. Okay. So. There is. Uh, a part three. To the Hamas and God uh, episode. This is the last part. I took a break. I, 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 because I just the world needs more uh, than just chaos and death from day to day. I, I, I don't dilute what media does. I don't dilute that fact that they uh, risk their lives to bring us information. Whether they know the information is accurate or not, they have a job to do. I do appreciate them risking their lives to uh, bring us uh, real-time information. With that being said, Just a moment, please. 
with that being said, um, I wanted to just, the last couple of podcasts, the last couple of videos, I just, I just wanted maybe to make you smile, to encourage you, to, uh, give you something light, uh, to think about, to, to digest so that, um, hopefully you are full of nutrition and fuel so that you have, uh, some spiritual energy and power to carry you through as, um, a lot of you deal with, uh, different circumstances in life, um, more recently, we know that um, the world is in a state of chaos and in the state of warfare. Hamas and God. This is Hamas and God, Part 3. Alisa and Giles Podcast. I am Lisa Angel Trinity. If you hear uh, ruckus in the background, I have some neighbors moving in. They are moving furniture, so I do apologize. They're doing something, some kind of work and moving some stuff, so I do apologize. Um... When it comes to God's people, this podcast is going to be quite informative. Uh, when it comes to God's people, if you ask, well, who is God's people? If you have to ask who is God, then you I am, this podcast is not for you. If you have to ask who is God, capital G, then you do not belong to him. A child knows who his or her parents are. You will not find a mother who gives birth to her beautiful child pours into them, tries to protect them. And then the child turns 12, 13 years old and, and turns around and says, who are you? There is something wrong. Or if the parent then turns around when the child is about 17, 18 years of age and has to ask, who are you? There is something wrong. You understand my analogy. So, I'm going to forego defining who God is because I've been podcasting for several years now and uh, I've got some posts on Facebook and between my Facebook and my 
podcasting platforms, I've answered the question. Now, who is God's children? God's children are those who live by biblical principles. The Bible says, the Holy Bible says, which consists of both the Old and New Testament, inclusive of the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. In the Holy Bible, which was written by God, capital G, because there are lowercase g's. Those are false gods and those are idols. So oftentimes I will just concur that I'm talking about the one and only true wise living God, capital G, whose son is Jesus, who then left his Holy Spirit with us so that we may have empowerment and help to get us into heaven. Now, Just a moment. Now, God's children love God, obviously. But the Bible says that others will know you belong to Him. When you Follow his commands or his commandments and obey biblical principles which he has set forth for our protection and to guide us. And that they also will know that we belong to God by how not only we directly love him, but how we love one another by our love walk. We are in a race, but we are running the race through a love walk, ironically. It is not an oxymoron. <laughs> it definitely is not. It's, it is not contradicting. Oftentimes in the Bible, the writer Paul, who was once Saul, was his name, when he gave his life to God, God then did a name change and named him Paul. Saul at one time, when he was Saul, before his name change, he was a murderer. Of men, women, and children who followed Jesus Christ. The way. The way is a technical term used in the Bible for those who followed 
biblical principles, the law, who followed Jesus. Now, Saul was a murderer of men, women, and children who followed Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then one day, God spoke to Saul. He experienced a miracle. And through another prophet, he was no longer blind but could see, both physically and spiritually. At which point God did a name change and his name turned from Saul to Paul. And Paul, beautiful Paul who was once a murderer. That's why you have to be careful what you say about people because you never know what God is doing in the hearts of others. Grievous words stir up anger and it does not resolve, does not bring peace. And Paul, the writer of the New Testament, who gave us most of the New Testament and the Holy Bible, to date is noted as one of the best assistance God has ever had work for him. Murderer turned angel. Murderer turned into a hero. A murderer turned into one who chased after God. To advance kingdom agenda. He was imprisoned for God. He was tortured for God. He gave his life for God. Capital G. So to answer the question. Who is considered a child of God? I have answered it. I could give you scripture. Maybe I will. It is he who. Follows God's commands. Follow biblical principles. Love God with all their heart, mind and soul. And love. Each other. Through a godly love walk. Now, now, don't believe the hype. Don't believe people who say you're supposed to love everybody. This is not true. This is not accurate. It's a lie. It's Bible. That's Bible. Matter of fact, in the New Testament, it says, God says, in the latter days, in the end times, I have not even come to really bring peace. Not really. Paraphrasing. I've come to bring... It, 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 the times come to bring division. It would be mother against daughter. Father against son. Household against household. This is prophecy. 
because the wickedness will be so high. There is some who will worship God and there is some who will betray God. Speaking of which, anytime God needed to discipline, well, let's talk about the one who is supposed to be a Christian and God-fearing. So discipline belongs to the Christian, belongs to the child of God who is, who is considered still his child. When he is walking left and, and not in the right way, when, when, when he is not being good, but he is acting in mischief or sh and I don't mean he isn't a man but he in a general sense when man is walking contrary to biblical principle and sin is very high in their lives or lifestyle or, in, or sin is, is, is very potent in that nation or region God disciplines the nation God disciplines the region God disciplines the people Usually by another foreign people or foreign nation. It is to humble them to bring them to repentance and prayer. To become right in right standing with God so that the situation then reveals. I retract that. Then the situation exposes the heart of the person. So that they may then come to repent and say, I'm sorry. I acknowledge you as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I was wrong. And I want to make it into heaven. And I want to be right. With repentance there comes a remorse. The Bible says with no remorse that is not true repentance. So anytime God needed to discipline a child, nation, or region. He used another foreign people, another foreign region, another foreign nation. Another people, another person, another race, maybe another nationality, etc. Now, anytime God punishes a nation, region, or person, there is, you do not recover. Do you understand? You do not recover. There is no recover. You are unredeemable. God has turned his back on you. That's Isaiah 59. I believe it's Isaiah 59. Uh, it's the book of Isaiah. Let me Google. Let me uh, bring up my... Um, Isaiah, hold on. Is I want to give you the accurate location of this because no one's gonna tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Shoot, I'm holy. I don't lie. So you should read Isaiah the chapter 59 and um, Okay, you should read the ch Isaiah chapter 59 in its entirety, but which uh, which can be found in the Old Testament of the Holy Bible. 
But the verse that I am speaking of is verse 2, Isaiah 59, verse 2. Because of your iniquities, it has caused God to be far from you. It's because of your sins. He has hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Your prayers are not even being answered. He closes his ears. He turns his back and he walks away from you because of your sins, because of your iniquities, and because of your rejection. Paraphrasing this scripture, but it's chapter 59, verse 2 of the book of Isaiah. Once God does that, you are unredeemable. When he punishes you, you are unredeemable. If he's disciplining you, you are still considered his child. He's saying this might be a little uncomfortable, but I care more about getting you into heaven than letting you self-destruct in your sins. And you not making at all. You're not just he does he, he doesn't want anyone to perish. But that person makes the choice whether or not they get in or not into the pearly gates. So there are several things going on in Israel, India, Pakistan. Several things. And I'm going to take different angles. There's several different things. Now, as per part one and two, I will not uh, reiterate too much part one and two of Hamas and God on my, of uh, 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 the titles of my podcast are Hamas and God, the ones I'm referring to. There is a part one and two. If you have not, uh, listened, please go back and listen to it. It's, it's, it's a really good podcast and it's informative. I feel like it is enlightening. Now, I have been teaching religion a very long time. I am a minister. I'm going to negate all my corporate stuff because that's irrelevant at this point. God is not, you know, impressed with education when it comes to ministry. He's impressed with the heart of the person and advancing kingdom agenda. So let me first talk to Israel for a moment. I understand that you are in a place of mourning. And you are in a place of hardship. You are in a place of warfare. And you are in a dire need of God, capital G, to act on your behalf. As you are losing loved ones and homes and lifestyles and your very lives. But God is not going to answer your prayers. Do you understand? He is not going to answer your prayers if you continue to reject who Jesus is and was. You cannot practice the Torah and then neglect the New Testament which supports the Torah. And the Torah supports the New Testament. You rejected him once. You went through the Holocaust. It was supposed to humble you. It was supposed to bring you to repentance. But it is evident that you have not learned your lesson. So there is, there is a number of things going on 
in Israel, Pakistan, India. That's one of them. There is a disciplining and a punishing that is now taking place. You cannot be, I was watching the news just the other day and the woman was too, um, I don't know if she was embarrassed or scared, but she refused to say the word God on, on national uh, television. They were interviewing her about her daughter and she wanted to say the word God because you could hear it, but she stopped. If you're too embarrassed to say his name in public, forget about getting his help. How do you, how do you denounce God publicly? How do you denounce God? How are you embarrassed about the one true wise living God and then you want to turn around and pray and ask for his help? It's a no. He doesn't, he is not hearing your prayers. He sent his son to empower you because so that you no longer have to go to the priest and honor up sacrifices and kill animals because Jesus was the one and last only sacrifice necessary to cover our sins. His blood did it already. But you continue to deny Jesus and then you want the power that comes from him through him. You want the power that comes from him through him to help you out. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So now you have what has always taken place during the course of history, dating almost back 4,000 years ago, where there is a disciplining for those who are not his, and then there is a, I'm sorry, there's a disciplining for those who are his, and a punishing for those who are not his. In God's foreknowledge, he knows those who, is his, who are his. That's, that's Bible. That's a scripture. God knows those who are his. So there is some self-evaluating that must be done on, 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 Israel, on Israel's uh, part. Now, I don't condone murder, but let me tell you something. You can't stop karma. Now, it is, it is 25 minutes into my podcast. I'm, gonna, um, I'm almost finished. Then there is another thing happening. It is the end times, and it is apocalyptic. It is all prophecy, that which is occurring now in these last days. It is no surprise that... Sorry, my mail just came into my mailbox. It is no surprise that the earth is deteriorating. The people are deteriorating. This is no time to live business as usual. Now, in the end times, I'm not going to go into scripture, but I, I want to give you homework and I want you to read your Bible and I want you to study on your own and ask God for enlightenment and revelation and insight. He will give it to you and wisdom. He will give it to you if you sincerely ask.
Now, in the end times, prophecy is that, and prophecy does not change. What is in the prophecy in the Bible does not change. What the prophecy is that in the end times, it will be apocalyptic. It is considered apocalyptic time of uh, a time of living. Because you'll be living through the apocalyptic events that will occur. Or some will die in it, actually. That's prophecy. Now, just a moment. Just a moment, I'm sorry. I'm going to pause it for a moment. Just a moment. Now, in the book of Revelations, which I have studied uh, over and over, I'm well-versed in the book of Revelations, which is located in the New Testament of the Holy Bible. It is the last book of the Holy Bible. Part of the end times is, 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 is well, Christians, those who, Serve God. You will be tested. That's prophecy. It will occur. And and, and actually it's, it's, it's not so much as prophecy is, as it is uh, history. Because the Bible says you must pick up your cross and follow him. Should you choose to love him. Should you choose to uh, say yes to him in your heart. He's very, God is very transparent and he's very honest. And when you think of the cross, you do think of, of self-sacrificial uh, living. It is self-sacrificing, self-sacrificing to live for Jesus. It is not easy. But it is easier with God than without. Satan is not your friend. And Satan works through other people. Satan is not your friend. Not your friend. You have to hate Satan. And Satan will persecute some Christians. In the latter days. During the apocalyptic times. Beheadings and torture and It is prophecy. It is nothing less than what the prophets and the disciples and your forefathers went through before you. It is not. But I tell you that is better to transition and go into heaven as a hero for God. Then as a coward and go to hell. Understand? 
So that is another thing that is happening during the course of the end times, which you are, which we are presently living in. So my podcast is 30 minutes and I will not make it longer than this. I do not negate what I have said in part one and two. They still apply and made applicable to the events we are now experiencing in this during this time. But I tell you something. In the Bible it says, with God all things are possible. At the end of the day, you have to make a choice. Yay or nay for Jesus. Yes or no. Don't be afraid to live for God, capital G. Ain't nobody bigger and badder than him. And I usually say that it's okay to be afraid, but don't let it stop you from obeying God. Do what he asks you to do. A wise woman said, even if it means doing it afraid. That was Joyce Meyer's quote. Not verbatim, but close to what she said once I heard her speak. So remember that there is no better way of getting into heaven than as a hero. This has been Elisa Ann Giles podcast. I am Lisa Ann Giles Trinity. And this I hope Well, uh, to use a redundant word, enlightened to you. Sometimes I sound very stern when I speak. I, be, I am very passionate about God. I'm very passionate about saving lives. I'm very passionate about people. And I'm very passionate about living for him. Living for God. See, I could say the name Jesus easy. Living for Jesus. If you struggle with this, you're in really, really bad condition. Really bad condition. Whatever it is on the inside keeping you, holding you back from being public about serving God, you need to ask God to take it. Just say, Lord, take it.
Because eternity is awfully a long time to spend in the wrong place. Because you decided to be ashamed to say his name. And what is his name? His name is Jesus. Peace, you. peace, y'all. I said peace, you. I didn't mean that. That was. <laughs> Join Alisa and Giles podcast, where my motto is, you could always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before. Bye.